Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This time on The Kindness Project, we talk retro themes, my baggy trouser gang and gun laws. Hi and welcome to episode 11 of The Kindness Project. I am joined by Charlotte, who you just heard make a bizarre noise, uh, the only lady I know who's got a gang named after a madness song. <laughs> and that was Chris Dames, a lover of retro theme songs. Oh, you know what? Let's be honest. And we've said this on the podcast before. Kids' theme tunes in the 80s were better than kids' theme tunes of, like, the noughties and I don't even know what you call this decade. The tens? <laughs> no, but, I mean, we spent some time yesterday with Sophie listening to theme songs that we had to guess. It was on YouTube, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And there wasn't any one song that was better than the Fraggle Rock theme tune or the theme tune to Rainbow or He-Man and the Masters of the Universe or Thundercats. Yeah, but... I can go on. (laughs) Or Funhouse. I mean, Funhouse. A whole lot of fun. Friday to be one. Um, So (laughs) I don't think, like, when, like, you and Sophie have, have a family. I don't think you'll be teaching your kids like, like sort of noughties and, and theme tunes. I mean, what's the best you got? Barney? Barney's not a really good theme song, is it? It's just bingo with different lyrics. It is, it is true. It's true. I think some of the shows from now yeah. actually have okay theme songs. Like, yeah. I think it's all about Steven Universe. Um, oh, yeah, you love Steven uh, Universe. Adventure Time is a good one. It's short and sweet. Yeah. Um, Go Kai Watch. Go Kai Watch, Watch is, is good, good. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of bits and pieces um, from like like that you see on TV now. Like when I was about Sophie's age, the TV shows theme songs weren't great. The only one I really enjoyed listening to was Wizards of Waverly Place. I don't even I don't even know how that goes. Oh. I don't know. How that goes. However, I tell you what says more about the fact that the music used to be good and maybe slightly better a few years ago and I like quite a lot of modern music is you named your little gang of merry brothers after a madness song it's not named after an Ariana Grande song or or it's named after possibly the best band ever to come out of North London madness yeah yeah, and um, see, what happened was we were on the bus and we were sort of... Singing Baggy Trousers. We were, we were listening to Baggy Trousers yeah. and we were like, what if we become like a, like a group? Yeah. There, was a, there was four of us there at the yeah. time. Um, and So it started as four. Yeah. It was showing your entrepreneurial flair. How many you got in the gang now? <laughs> it's multi-school, isn't it? Yeah, there's, there's multiple yeah. schools in it. Um, there's loads in our school. Like, there's a lot of year sevens. There's a lot of year Can eights. you stop there's using a- the podcast to recruit members to your <laughs> gang? There's a, there's a couple of year nines. There's a couple of year tens. And then we've got members in other schools as well. This is scary. <laughs> this is, um, this is And I'm the leader of it all. <laughs> uh, we've got recruiters. We've got executioners they don't actually Ex- executioners <laughs> self-dubbed what uh, <laughs> what kind of gang is this i mean i'm getting scared am i going to get a call from the school saying your daughter is the head of a criminal organization that that has multi-school no, reach no, we, we just kind of executioners <laughs> self-dubbed um and we kind of just take in the people who kind of yeah most people don't deem as people who yeah. want to be yeah 
part of their group. Yeah. So we're all kind of one giant group. You know, of... you know what? I, I mean, certainly when I was at school, I wasn't one of the like popular kids. Popular no, kids. I, I'm not. But actually, there's more of us in between us, and there's more yeah. of us people like kids so that's, who. That's basically what we are. We, yeah, yeah. Because the popular kids, they all kind of. Group. You could have called it the in between us. No, actually. with the baggy trousers. Oh, the baggy um, trousers, right. <laughs> And the popular kids, they all kind of group together and they all kind of keep to their own world, but they spew each other's secrets out like, like a volcano. Right, OK. <laughs> uh, but... A volcano of secrets. Oh, that's a oh, that's a good title for a book. Write that down. Volcano of secrets. Um, Harry Potter and the volcano <laughs> of secrets. And with, with us in between, we kind of like there's. I have a lot of friends in Year Seven because of the baggy trousers, but also apart from the baggy trousers, like. I do drama. I do a drama club. I talked about it the other day with the boys skidding, uh, and all the year seven girls. Uh, I, I like to have a little mothers meeting with them. Cool. Um, and like just to be clear, there's no actual mothers in that meeting, is there? You're all too young. We're all too young, right. and we all kind of just gossip about stuff that we did that day. Cool. Um, so some of them even started calling me mum at one point because I kept telling them to be safe on the way home because obviously we got out later than usual and it was middle of winter. You wanted, you wanted to make sure I they were I wanted to make sure they were safe. They were careful. And, and they were like, careful across the road. Make sure you stay together. And if you can't stay together, keep, well, the, keep the light on your phone well, on. Well, certainly that shows what kind of girl you are. However. However. Let's get one thing clear. You're not very good at pronouncing H's, are you? <laughs> So, w- on that note, would you like to share with everybody how they can get in touch with us? Hello, kindness! <laughs> so, Sounds like hello, kindness. Uh, uh, actually, Charlotte pronounced the H that time. Normally, she goes like this. Hola, kindness. You need to go hola, kindness, yeah. Um, uh, but this... All about the kindness, but, guys. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> what a pun. What a pun. Um, so, you can get in touch with us at, on Twitter, at H-O-L-A, kindness, Holla, kindness. <laughs> you can get in touch with us via email at hola at thekindnessproject.co.uk or and we've got a Facebook group and we've got a website. I can't I, I can't work out the best way to get in the Facebook group. Probably from the website. Uh, Probably from a, the website. Absolutely from the website. So you can get in touch with us at www.thekindnessproject.co.uk and. You can use it to answer this week's question of the podcast. I don't know what that was. <laughs> no, I genuinely don't know what that was. That was like half, I don't know. Expect a man half Charlotte on drugs. <laughs> um, yeah, possibly. Possibly. However, this week's question of the podcast, and we know your answer already, Charlotte, but if you had a gang, if you had your own little gang, whether you're 14, 40, 80, 50, 12, 4, or 7, what would you call it? So what would you call, or what do you call, your little collection of friends, um, if you've got a name? So share your stories on that, that would be awesome. But don't forget, we've got outstanding podcast questions going weeks back now. We've got loads of them. We've got the philosophical ones. Are most people generally good? We've got aspirational ones what country is at the top of your must visit list we've got uh, amusing ones your favorite piece of trivia and we've got the deep dark important questions that of life that we're trying to cover can, can i do this one go what is your favorite egg dish 
Absolutely. If we can answer that one, that would be that would be incredibly good. I mean, maybe you guys can educate us on some egg dishes that we don't even know about that we can try. Uh, no, that that'd be a good move. If if you've got egg dishes out there that that um, we didn't mention in that particular podcast. Yeah, that was in podcast two, wasn't it? So <laughs> it was. It was ages ago, wasn't it? So we, you probably need to go back to that podcast to to listen to the ones we um, we talked about. But certainly, if we can get a egg dish that we can try, that would be awesome Mm. let's not forget this is the kindness project so we do want to hear your stories of kindness who you think is really awesome at being kind Mm -hmm. um and anything kindness related kindness news um anything kindness related we we want you to share those stories but also we've got the unofficial podcast topics that we always talk about yeah we so, always kind of get sidetracked so we've we've got a bit of uh, pigs and blankets mm. we've got our nick cage thing that we always seem to talk about it's anything else um i don't know maybe if you guys can give us your opinions for, for this week's one give us your opinions of the best child's theme song yeah absolutely so what what is unofficial podcast question of the week what is the best kids tv theme tune and perhaps you'll settle the debate between charlotte and i about the best era you know is it modern kids tv theme tunes or 80s kids tv theme tunes and if you're if you're slightly older than both charlotte and i are we missing a trick are there some really good 50s 60s and 70s kids tv themes that we're not what what was you going to say that that long ago, they had TV back then, Charlotte. I know they did, but like, did, did they? Did they make such great themes as the ones we are listening to? Well, now? you know, you know what I think. You know what you were talking about before about your little bubble. Yeah. I think when it comes to the specific subject of kids' TV themes, let's get out of our bubble and venture into the past. Go for a runabout. Go, go. <laughs> I'll run around. Have you ever seen Run Around? No. I'm not sure the. TV theme was that good, but as a show, it was awesome. Run around. See, I've got an opposite of an idea of trapdoor. I've heard the theme song so many times. Don't you open that trapdoor? Awesome. You're a fool if you dare. But I've actually never seen a full episode of trapdoor. There's loads on YouTube. I know, I know. There's loads on YouTube. So I've never seen a full episode of trapdoor, but I would love to watch a full episode of trapdoor because some of the characters are really cool. Okay, cool. Well, you can do that on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime. Shall we get on with the show? Yes. Welcome to week 11 of <coughs> Kindness News. I'm, I, we're not getting rid of the jingle, we're are we? We're getting rid of the, the, jingle. The, the jingle is staying. I like it. Okay, so you have a Kindness News story for us. Yeah, so, so we've been around the world on Kindness News. We've been to uh, America. America, Canada, <laughs> mainly America and Canada, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and a, a couple about London. But I'm going to take you somewhere new this week, Charlotte. Woo! Romford. No, <laughs> we're not going to Romford yet. We're going to go we, to a movie, are we, 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 yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not going to Romford yet. I'm going to take you to uh, the island of Malta. Because apparently the Maltese are among the top three. Like Maltese? No, not the Maltese. <laughs> the Maltese are among the top three donating nations in the world. Uh, there's a global index that ranks the most charitable, the most giving countries as among the top three. But you're asking who is number one and who is number two? And the answer to that is. Myanmar, the island of Myanmar, 
and then Indonesia. So I don't know what makes those particular places more giving than somewhere like America, Canada or the UK. Like the, the small islands, um, yeah. they see Do you reckon they've got a better sense of community? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're you right. see the value of it more. So there's a special index called the Charities Aid Foundation Index, which takes data from about 140 countries across the world. Yeah. Um, and Malta did really well this year. Um, so I don't know whether part of that charitable donation was in chocolate. So I don't know if they gave away loads of more Caesars. But um, <laughs> give away our people, uh, guys. But really interestingly, every every other Western country um, had a dis- uh, had a score that went down. So Malta, uh, New Zealand, the US, Australia, Canada, Ireland, the Dutch, UK, Iceland, Germany, and Norway had a decrease of their charitable score between one and five potential percentage points in the last year and and that um interestingly says something potentially about how we give in the uk what do you think's changed in in recent years red nose day is not working anymore (laughs) (laughs) maybe 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 we need a bit more focus on 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 how we kind but obviously charity isn't the only way we can be Kinds of people, and but also it is people one are of the ways. Less change. You know people what? are using cards for everything now. Yeah. So when you walk past someone with a donation bucket, you can't just drop a pound in because you've just got a card in your pocket. You know, you know what? I've been there. I've been there. I've, I've sort of rifled around my pockets for loose change. Yeah, I've got I've got any because I don't. I don't carry cash. So. I do all the time. So Matt, would it be easier if charities? Do you reckon sort of charitable fundraising would go up if people had? Card readers. Yeah, and it just took like 50p or something. Yeah, so there was a fixed cost. You, you put the card reader on, took £1.50 or two yeah, quid or like whatever. Yeah, contact contactless and you yeah. just beat it. I mean, 50p is a bit stingy, to be honest, but... Um, yeah, but like... You could not, choose, yeah? Yeah, you can choose. Yeah, so the news of the week is Malta, bizarrely, is one of the most charitable countries in the world. Um, and um, that's my story of the week. So, Charlotte, I know this uh, podcast is all about happiness and kindness, but there's something that's been playing on my mind that I just want to talk about, um, and that's guns. Go on, then. So, as we sit today, it's been a few weeks since the um, shootings in America, and at school in America, and I'm trying to get my head around why America doesn't just change their gun laws to protect people and get the... In America, it's different. I get that um, as part of the laws that govern America and have governed America for hundreds of years, the Second Amendment's really important, important to Americans because of the fact that the there's a concern that without guns, they won't be able to pre- protect themselves from uprising or government or whatever it may be. But when there's children dying in schools and there's a risk and a threat to um, innocent kids because there's too many guns on the streets, surely that's the time when guns have got to go. Yeah. Um, And it's not the first time. This recent school shooting is not not the first time. It happens time and time and time again. Um, you You know what? It's really interesting because there's loads of arguments for and against guns. Yeah. Um, But all of the ones that are for are, in my opinion completely counterbalanced with that loss of life because mm. you know you turn around and go yeah you can't take away our guns because of 
in America, the Second Amendment says that we can keep them. Fine. Okay. I tell you what, why don't you own a gun that existed when the Second Amendment was written? Then you'll have a musket and you actually won't be able to go into a school and shoot up 18 kids. How about that? Yeah. I mean, that, that makes more sense to me. If you had a musket, somebody would jump on you before you could actually kill so many people. Yeah. But they don't. They go in with a, a machine gun and kill innocent people. This subject just makes me really angry because I don't get the logic of it. What do you think? I think if you wanted to defend yourself, you wouldn't need enough bullets to kill what was it, 14 kids? Yep. You wouldn't need that many bullets. If you wanted to defend yourself, you shoot the guy in the leg, that's one bullet. One bullet, and that's all you need to maybe yeah, put some kind of law in that says, oh, you're only allowed to what? I've like two bullets in your gun or something. Yeah, but the problem is with that is people would bend those rules, wouldn't they? Mm. Um, so, so I suppose I suppose a, a ban on bullets might be um, uh, one solution, but how about just a ban on really dangerous guns? I yeah. mean, I mean, uh, this this is what I don't get, right? This is what I don't get. When the Second Amendment was written, guns um, were dangerous but didn't have the potential to kill as many people in as much time. Now you've got these weapons that can kill indiscriminately and shoot so many bullets over a period of time. So that what that one argument, oh, it's my Second Amendment rights. Okay, fine, just let's create a, a law that says you're allowed a gun, but you're allowed one that takes 10 minutes to load or one that's a musket. Or one that only contains, like... Two bullets. You can yeah. only put two bullets in it. Second argument is it's part of the American economy because actually guns are big business in America, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, I get that. I get that. The bit that really, really irks me is, you know, capitalism is, isn't the worst thing in the world. People no. got to make stuff and buy stuff and sell stuff. And even though it's not a perfect political framework to live, it's the best we've got. You know, yeah, we and, know that nothing's perfect. Nothing's like, perfect, yeah. Just because capitalism isn't perfect doesn't mean communism is. Exactly. Or, or socialism or any well, other... We haven't been actually been able to create a perfect socialist... Well, there, there is, I mean, there have been socialist governments. I mean, you could argue that Cuba was quite a socialist uh, state, but but yeah, so, um, but, okay, let, let's examine that argument. I believe that guns are the exception to that capitalist rule and should be really heavily regulated, not a free and open market. Why? Because guns are a product designed to do one thing. They're designed to kill people. Yeah. And whereas any other products out there or most other products out there are designed to help aid assist support deliver something beneficial to your life the only thing you can do with a gun is damage something and that yep. might be a human that might be an animal that might be uh that 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 might be a i don't, I don't know a can the the only thing that that product does is damage so surely we need to because of the fact that the only thing that product does is damage stuff, mm. we need to make sure that it's massively heavily regulated, um, uh, so that that doesn't happen. And and the thing that the thing that confuses me about this debate is other countries have been really heavy heavy in terms of regulation and have found massive drops in gun crime happened in Australia happened in the UK, happened all over the world. Um, 
So why are we, why are the states not doing it? Don't know. I mean, look, you know, in America, they have to pay for their medical. Yeah. Okay. So owning a gun isn't it like in the UK? If you if you carry a knife around, you're more likely to get hurt with that knife than exactly. the well, attacker. So but, if you own a gun, isn't it the same kind but, of logic? But this this is this is what I can't understand, right? I can't understand the politician's argument to say, oh. The, the solution to a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Absolutely not true. It's been proven time and time again it doesn't work. And if you if you have a direct color, co, uh, correlation. correlation, thank you, a, di- a direct correlation to what's happening in the UK with knife crime, as you said, if you carry a knife, you are more likely to be stabbed either with that knife or with another knife than if you don't carry a knife. Mm-hmm. So... so Carrying a weapon doesn't protect you; it puts you at more threat. And this is what this is what I don't get. I, I, I tell you what I think the problem is in America: lobbying. So the NRA, who are the organisation that represents gun com- companies and potentially gun owners, it, it, I think they may they may have a subscription model. Um, uh, have got piles of cash that they give to politicians. And I don't know whether you saw um, there. It was going around the internet. There was a a boy in Florida, where the shooting happened, who stood up and said to Marco Rubio, Rubio who's one of their politicians, um, look, I know it's a complicated debate. I know there's sort of um, there's action that we can take. The first thing you can do is give all the give all the money back that the NRA have given you. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what he said to that, which was the m- most crazy thing in the world in my eyes. Uh, the NRA buys into my agenda, I don't buy into theirs. So, hold on, let's say a drug dealer, somebody selling crack cocaine outside schools, yep. said, i tell you what, have a million quid. Would Marco Rubio go, cheers, mate, I'll have that. You're buying into my agenda, I'm not buying into yours. What? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, it, it, it's not a logical argument, is it? No, it's not. However... With all of that going on, I tell you what I've been inspired by: the kids. Mm. I've been inspired by the kids who are making waves and telling their stories and making sure that their feelings are really heard. And actually, when you're uh, when you're a politician and you've got to stand up in front of those kids and give your excuses to a young boy whose mate's just been shot or to a dad whose daughter's just died you know yeah. you know that you know, that more yeah, people who have been involved in this stuff should be standing up and 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 saying their piece and i really do hope that something happens this time honestly it's not just the people who get hurt that get affected because there are other people who get hurt just in different ways yeah what do you mean like if say a little boy got shot his parents his family yeah. his friends they'd all be hurt yeah. but then more than that like his teachers his mm. the school that he's yeah. in because you know what it's not that teachers they do care about their students like no matter what anybody says no, no, teachers, no. teachers no. do care about their students because you know what they're kind of like they have to protect them they have to yeah. raise they have to what would you what, what do you think your teachers would say if somebody came in and said right we're going to arm every single one of you i mean I, I, I think part of the problem is that we don't get it part of the problem is we've never lived in a culture where guns are prevalent so so may, maybe it's us but if you've got people from that community that have been 
impacted by guns and lives ended at when they're teenagers, we know that it shouldn't be going on, right? Yeah, you know, and and they're saying it, and 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 people around the world are saying it. I just truly hope politicians in America listen and change gun laws. Yeah. Um. So on that cheerful note, and apologies this week, uh, listeners, because I just it, it was on my mind. I just wanted a bit of a rant about uh, how I felt about it. But um, hopefully the law will change, and we'll see less innocent kids dying in American schools. podcast why is mummy waving her hands like that she's showing that she's not talking anymore oh she's not she doesn't want to get involved in the podcast apart from as a mime in the background just doing some work (laughs) so yeah she's um she's just watching us podcast you know what it's time for now what's it time for now last week's question of the podcast that jacket (laughs) just dipping my coffee last week's question of the podcast this week Last week, this week. Okay, and what was last week's question of the podcast last week, this week, last week? Words we want to remove from the English dictionary. I wouldn't remove that jacket from my coffee, otherwise I can't try it anymore. Blimey. So what do you think those words were? What do you think people picked as the words they want to remove? You said no swear words, yeah? I said no swear words. Hypochondria. I, I feel like complicated words people would want to get rid of. So you reckon the people would have opted for complex words, yep. not just simple words that they'd like, sort of, they just don't like, no? Oh, I have a friend who doesn't like the word squish. Squish moist. is... Um, it makes him feel mo- really uncomfortable. Oh, you know what? Ma- Mum's looking at us going, oh, not that word, moist. That's horrible. But we had Twitter went wild with this question. I had 15 comments. Is that wild? Or is that... <laughs> For you, very wild. It's not Donald Trump wild, but or Lady Gaga wild. Donald Trump gets like twenty thousand retweets just being outrageous. It's it's wild for me. So here's our here's our responses, and let me know whether you agree or disagree as we go through. You ready? So we're going to do Twitter first. Uh, Philippa G said, etc. I absolutely loathe it. It's a word for lazy people. Or what crazy people. You know when, when crazy people do they just, they just in TV shows and they just go et cetera, et cetera. So so do we agree that we should ban the word etc from the English dictionary? Because it, it, you could explain what etc means, couldn't you? Yeah. So I'm banning it from my English dictionary. Etc is going. How about you? I never use it anyway. Okay. But would you ban it or not? No, because there'd be certain occasions where it'd be useful. Okay, what occasion might it be useful? Um, when you've got a list of, like... No, when you're just trying to explain something generally, like, you just go, oh, um, like, you get a happy feeling when this happens or this happens, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm with Philip on this one. I think that et cetera, if you're going to say et cetera, just tell me what you mean by et cetera. Uh, Mrs. Stoves, Bev Stoves, uh, said, uh, furthermore, furthermore to your particular point, what do you think of that? I like that word. I mean, uh, I never use it, but I like it. I it sounds very posh and sophisticated. So I, I'd ban et cetera. I wouldn't ban furthermore. Oh. Sorry, Bev. And something that you're guilty of using, and actually you've used about 12 times since we started the podcast, is oh, like... 
like, like, like. I like totally know what you're talking about. <laughs> Do you like totally know what I'm talking about? I totally know what you're talking about. Uh, so the next one is from William Goodchild, who said, "So epic." And the word so. So what? That is absolutely awesome. Uh, would you ban the word so? No. Would you ban the word like? No, because you use it quite a lot, don't you? Mm. Like, I, I like all the time. I like Tony to know what you're about. <laughs> okay. Alex Shaw said, um, fine, especially when used by ladies when asking for their opinion on something. I'm a gent has done said purchased. It's like a dagger through the heart. The word is generally the antithesis of its, its alleged meaning in this scenario. Oh my God. So I'm what, so. I I'm, actually. I think, um, I think what Alex oh, means, sorry. I think what Alex means is I come home and I go to. Mummy's looking at me like I've done something really wrong and I go how you doing and she goes fine and I know she uh, don't mean fine you can fine. accuse me of doing that as well you do that as well yeah, yeah you do that as well people ask me what's, what's wrong because I'm like I'm really tired I'm, I'm, I'm like so tired I, I look like a zombie <laughs> or something and I just go fine I'm fine uh, Della Hudson had a comment she said uh, I'd ban the word nice See, I like the word nice, yeah. but the context that Della means is when it's when people go, oh, that's, that's nice. nice, that's nice, that annoys me. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Are you even listening to me? <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, some guy got his head ripped off. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> uh, Andrew, Andrew Wibbley <laughs> wants to ban half of the language that you use because he wants to get rid of like as well. So like is becoming a... A popular word to get banned. Well, then I won't like your comment then. Um, like, <laughs> I actually, I actually tweeted him back and went, "I like this idea." And he hasn't <laughs> responded, so I don't know what he thought about that. You and McGregor said, um, "Try not the actor." <laughs> McGregor is actually the lawyer. You and McGregor. So which is which is almost as good. You and McGregor came back and said, "Prioritize or the use of re on top of letters." Or people using best at the end of emails. So half the English dictionary wants to get rid of. I don't use best. Even when I'm even when I write letters, I always use your sincerely. Yeah, you know you know what Or sincerely I, me or something like that. You know what? I I think kind regards is better at the end of an email. Mm. Um, what do you think? Sincerely me or yours sincerely. Sincerely me? Uh-huh. I've never heard of that one. Sincerely me. Well, it's just because you've already got the, the email name at the top of the email. What do you What do you start an email with? Two. Two. And then a dash. Not high. No. We've got an intern working in the office at the minute, and he he sent me a, a template for an e- email. Uh, he's an Indian guy, and he sent me this email that just started. Dearest salutations, Steve. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> just say to- hi. <laughs> just say hi. I just do two slash. Two, two slash. I, I am tempted just on one email, and I don't know who I'm going to send it to yet, just starting it, what's up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon that'll go down all right? Me or Russell would be a person <laughs> to send that to. Or mum, what's up, dog? Um, I'll get dirty looks now. I'll get dirty looks. Um, uh, London Money, Martin from London Money said, I'd ban the word podcast. So he's obviously a regular listener. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Have you never seen those posts where it's like, oh, this person's listening to this band, this person's listening to this band, and this person is listening to a bloody podcast? <laughs> I've not heard that. No, podcasts are cool though. You like podcasts as well, yeah. don't you? We'll do, we'll do what's your favourite podcast apart from this podcast uh, as a future question of the week. Um, 
And then Chris Bard said, uh, and I really like this. Now, Chris, uh, um, so Sophie's now coming from school. Uh, while school club? Uh, sorry, coming from after school club and has joined us. So let's ask you a question, Sophie. What word, if you could ban one word from... Sorry, everybody, listeners, this is Sophie. She's my other daughter and she's six. But what word would you ban from the English language? It's going to be a rude word, of course. No, not a rude word. <laughs> uh, apart from a rude word. I don't mean you say rude words on the podcast. Apart from a rude word, what word would you ban? Do you want to have a little think about it while we talk about the others? Yeah. So, so the other ones that people suggested were uh, Chris Budd, <laughs> who, who um, had a, a great suggestion about the ancient era last oh, on yeah. the last podcast he wanted to be, go back to the 60s and i think you wanted to steal his shirt or something charlotte didn't I, you? you wanted to i think that was him i wanted his floral shirt you wanted to steal his flower power shirt made a statement that i absolutely agree with um i'd like i'd like to get i'd like to get rid of the word hate it's such a harsh word allows no discussion or thought just a flat final statement would you get rid of the word hate sophie would you yeah. How about you, Charlotte? Yeah, I think you can use phrases like "I dislike this person," like for certain reasons. Like you gotta have a reason for not liking someone. You can't just go "Hi," and you obviously hate them now. <laughs> okay. So, uh, do you want to read the next one, Soph? Mm. So, what word would this man get rid of? Tell me his Mark. name and tell me what word he'd get rid of. Mark Smith. Mark Smith. Yeah, would get rid of the word. This one. Oh. Correction. He'd get rid of the word correction. I quite like the word correction. I know, actually. but like, I dread the word correction. Just what? like the teacher goes, here, have your correction back. And I've got loads of red pen, like spelling mistakes, grammar mistakes. Oh. Like, use more varied punctuation. Like... <laughs> punctuation. Punctuation. Uh, David Penny just kept it simple. Spurs. He <laughs> don't like Spurs. He'd just get rid of the word Spurs. I'm not sure he, me- he means the word or the team. But he might mean both. Aaron Cunningham said, however, it's always the bridge between good news and bad news. And I actually, I actually, you can read the next one, darling. And I actually use however quite a lot. But It doesn't have to be a bridge between good and bad news. It doesn't need to, but it is often a bridge between good and bad news. So I wouldn't get rid of it. Aaron, because yeah, I use like, it too um, much. But it was snowing due to the cold. However, I didn't it's feel that cold. Yeah, it's going to snow a week, is it's it? Supposed to. Oh, good supposed stuff. To. Right. So David Penny had another suggestion. Boris. Boris. <laughs> Should we get rid of the word Boris? I think he means Boris Johnson, doesn't he? Um, but but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. And then um, Chris Bud's come back again and said, "Is Brexit too obvious?" <laughs> we had. More Brexit as the banned word than anything else. What does that say about the state of the political uh, conversation at the minute, Charlotte? We're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> in, an a, in a handbasket. Uh, you can read the next one. So Greg Kingston would ban the word... Blame. Blame. Would you ban it? I don't like the word blame. Do you? Oh, no. I would ban it. You'd ban it? You should ban it. <laughs> Why would you ban it? Would you punch it in the nose? Bam! Okay. <laughs> so, and London Money said, Martin's back with another suggestion. London Money said, Brexit, or is that a swear word? Well, it's not a swear word, is it? So we can say it. But 
Would you ban the word Brexit or not? Yeah, mm. I'm kind of tired of hearing it in the news. Yeah, so, so am I. So, um, we had a number of... So that was our Twitter suggestions. We also had a bunch of suggestions from Facebook as well. Um, David Crozier said, I'd ban the word actually. Actually, I don't know if I would ban that word because I use it quite a lot. <laughs> actually, um, you said... Uh, uh, Aisha would ban the word... Sorry. No. Uh, would you ban the word sorry? No. How about you, Charlotte? There's other ways to do it. I, you, you buy flowers, you go, I apologise. Yeah, I, I, I still like the simplicity of the word uh, sorry. Misha Sos Hoskin. Soz mate. <laughs> like so soz. Soz cumber. Snoz Now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to taste a snozcumber, <laughs> but a snozcumber wouldn't be a word that I'd ban. Hey, Um Michelle Hoskin said, I'd ban the word comfortable. I oh, think... I'm feeling overly comfortable. <laughs> I, I, I used the word uncomfortable in my, in my creative writing the other day, but that's because, just because it, the, my character was laying on the beach. Yeah. I actually like... The... I'm just laying on the beach. I, I... I'm just laying on the beach. <laughs> um, what was that face? Was that the face of a boy laying on a beach? Um, so I like the word comfortable in some respects, but the I love problem... The word you, you wouldn't get rid of the word comfortable, but the problem is that if you get too comfortable, you comfortable. then don't take enough action in life. No, yeah. this is so. people in exclamation mark. This is what I'd say. Comfortable! <laughs> I've never heard somebody do that. How are you, you feeling? Like... Comfortable! <laughs> Overly comfortable! Ma- Matthew, Matty Wall uh, would uh, ban the word chillax. Oh, I um, love chillax. Well, that's my song. You, you'd keep chillax, would you say? Okay. And then... Bankers! Um, <laughs> Paul Schaefer just went... <laughs> Bankers. <laughs> Ian Ian Hyatt said again Brexit. Uh, and 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 Mikey Fitzgerald, who's now a regular, regular, regular contributor, said, said he banned the word very. And actually his validation is quite powerful. So he said, very, it's the worst word in the English language. You aren't very hungry. You're famished, and you aren't very upset. You're incensed, so you're in a position where there's always a word that describes very something. So why not use that word? Alan Dickinson Quelch, which is a bit of an awesome name, actually. Like for, like for example, it is my birthday today. No, it is like my birthday today. It's like totally my birthday. It, it's it's like my birthday. Um, uh, and then Mike has come back and went like told to me his balls. Um, and then Ian Hyatt come back said I hope you got the intonation right that drives me mad so the most votes it drives me mad baby the most vote I don't know what that was about but the most votes were are currently for Brexit and like Chris Laney said she'd ban the word can't I, I think I'd, I'd agree. That is totally against the can-do attitude. Ke- Kelly Kelly would ban the word Marmite, and I think 50% of the people will agree with her and 50% won't. Uh, Tamsin Kane said nice. She'd ban the word nice. No! Don't do that! Okay. And then Justin Gaffney said, sorry, he posted something in Facebook and then had to delete it because it was swearing, and then said, my non-swear w- word would be However, it'd get rid of the word however as well. Oh. So there's a there's a general consensus. There's certain words that m- 
most people would get rid of, and typically they're Brexit, like, and however. And um, let the dog. <laughs> thanks for that information on the podcast, so they can't, they don't know the dogs around, do they? However, we do finish up today with one story of kindness, and it's actually good you're here. So this story of kindness was written by who, Sophie? Nanny. Nanny. So Nanny's getting involved in the podcast too. Yay! So do you want to read out that story of kindness? Uh, friend's twin, uh, uh, friend's twin 13-year-old daughters were shopping in Dundee for new clothes and saw a homeless man sitting in a doorway trying to keep warm and dry. They went and bought him a nice hot cup of tea and a large sandwich and a cake. These girls had, have had so much health issues for their, of their own but are very quick to think of others who are less fortunate. So what do you think of that then? <laughs> I know it says less fortunate. What do you think of that story? So two girls. Perfect. Per- is it a perfect story? Um, Someone tried to ban perfect. Sorry? Nobody ba- Nobody tried to ban the word perfect. Who would want to? I don't know. I don't think that would be a good idea. It is epic for like comebacks, you know, because like if someone goes, uh, you're 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 nobody, you, you can go, well, nobody's perfect, so I'm perfect. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, but what do you think of the story about the two thirteen-year-old girls? I think it's good, yeah. What do you think, Sophie? What do you think, Sophie? <laughs> Thumbs up. Thumbs up. You like that story. Awesome. So that is it. And you've got some, you got some extra helping of dames on this podcast because Sophie joined us as well. So um, from Charlotte, do you want to say bye to our listeners? Bye. From Sophie, do you want to say bye? Bye. And I'm a monster. <laughs> and from, <laughs> bit over the top. And, and from me, Chris Dames, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye.